What's up, guys? It's Jamie Messina here, and uh, I'm coming at you with another episode of the Stories That We Tell podcast. So let's just jump right into it. Today's episode is going to be about um, letting go and trusting that the universe has your back and that it's working for you. Now, I'm on this one today. It's more for me. Actually, all of them are more for me. Well, just as equally for me as they are for you. Now, let's talk about letting go. I mean, this is one of the easiest yet most difficult things to do, I think, in our in our world, in ourselves, um, and something that uh, I talk about often and mostly because I need to keep reminding myself how and what to do. So, you know, I, I got into it. I've done, I did a little bit of research and by research, I mean Google on the different ways of like letting go and really trusting that the universe has your back and that um, you just got to let go and go with it, right? Because I am one of those people that always want to be in control. And when I started researching and reading about it, it makes sense. So here's what I learned. Our society places value on staying in control and creating a life that is always, you know, organized, structured, planned. I can remember in fourth grade that I knew the plan was go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a job, right? We always know the plan or what it should be. You get married, you you, you know, you're, you find your wife or your husband. This is going back to when I was young, what the plan was. Um, get married, you have kids, you, you buy a house. You, that is the plan. And I think that right there that is the that's the first paragraph i found when i began to to um search on this topic and immediately it it kind of jumped out at me because that is why i'm having such trouble letting go and trusting the universe cuz here's the deal i'm 38 years old um single uh n- none of those things other than going to college and getting uh, a degree panned out and so i think that because we are so brainwashed at a young age to feel that this is the right plan that now here as an adult at 38 years old i still can't let go of that and it's holding me back from truly achieving what i want to in this world and truly letting go and letting the universe um make you know make the place right so think about it. We, we place high value on staying in control, creating a life that's always organized, structured, and planned. It's a practice that can leave you stressed and depressed. And when I think about those words, stressed and depressed, and I correlate it with the, what we just heard about, you know, this, this uh, value that society places on staying in control and creating the life of all of that, it makes sense why we're all stressed and have high anxiety, in my opinion. Um, it's crazy. So we're going to learn how meditation, love, and awareness can help set you free. Please set me free. Set me free. Let's go. So from a young age, by the way, guys, I am um, using a new microphone, and uh, it's intense. I can hear everything. I can hear things down the street right now, like beeps and, and poops. So I'm sorry if you hear them too, but um, I do love the new microphone. It makes me feel cool. Anyways, from a young age, we're taught to make sure our grades are good, right? Our bills are paid. And uh, we have a, a career goal in, in sight and, and, on, and that's on track. And when we don't meet every single one of those items on this like perfect and in control list, it can leave us feeling very overwhelmed, stressed, depressed, like we aren't enough and um, can follow us all through life. So that really just correlates from exactly what I'm saying, like what I am feeling now at this age of 38 and how, you know, the expectations that were kind of 
embedded into me, not by myself, but by society and, and all of that, um, how that is affecting me as an adult, which I'm sure it's affecting so many others as well. Even if you did do those things and now maybe, you know, you went through a divorce or life is different or changing and, um, you might be feeling that as well. Hold on. I need to sip up my, my keto up. This keeps me going. So, however, no matter how it looks from the outside, let's just get this fact straight right here. Especially in the age of social media, no matter how it looks on the outside, no one is ever truly in control. It doesn't matter what they're projecting onto you through social media, any of that stuff. Nobody is ever completely in control. Our health, the family we were born to, the bodies that we live in, to a certain extent, are all beyond our control. No matter how hard we might try for it to be in control, we are never fully in control. Um, the next 10 minutes are not in our control. Nothing is ever in, in our control. Like a couple weeks ago, I, I think I did an episode of this or maybe I didn't. I saw a car accident before my eyes where I saw a car um, run a red light and slam into another one. And three seconds before they ran the red light, they were happy in the car with three other people probably chatting it up. And uh, three seconds later, they were dead. That was out of their, I mean, not running the red light was in their control, but maybe not for the other people in the car. You know, like nothing is ever fully in our control. Um, that was a very like intense example, but it's true, right? And so it can be tricky to learn how to give up this control and and the desire, uh, you know, is there. I know it is for me, but I, I've been practicing and trying for years <laughs> and I have to co like constantly remind myself. I, I, it, it's actually a practice giving up control, right? But but we're going to share some things today with you guys that, that might be able to get you on the right steps. And um, it begins with expressing gratitude embracing helplessness, observing nature, and, and other tips that we're going to share and, and these suggestions for how to live a more a life that's more um, in cooperation with the universe, right? Because I know that I, I know that I want that. And if you're listening to this, you probably do too. So number one, embrace helplessness. Now this, when I first read this, I realized very quickly, I think I need to change the way that I feel about the word helplessness. Because when I hear that word, I think weak. I think, um, you know, it's a word that I don't want to associate with. But let's just face the facts here, right? Um, when you're at your most vulnerable, you're at your most powerful. Sometimes when you're at your most desperate, you shine the brightest because in these moments, you've arrived at a point of surrender. So this occurs when you realize that whatever you're up against is out of your control and you're going to be and do you no matter what and you're going to persevere that shit is strength right that shit is strength realize that embrace helplessness you are out of control you are helpless in that moment but you're not because whatever it comes at you whatever happens you're going to get through it you're going to make it through it and on the other end of that um you have trust that a higher purpose and a higher power is helping you through that when you embrace this truth from an empowered viewpoint not as a victim, you can draw strength from simply letting go of the struggle, ceasing to resist, and embracing your inability to control the situation. 
That shit is fire right there. And by the way, I'm reading. This isn't my words, although I am adding some things in. Um, this is what I looked up to help me through today. Um, and uh, so hopefully it's also helpful for you. Number two, tune into love. So love is a word we hear often, right? Love is love. And it's also um, something we've been hearing a lot from our CEO about and I feel really connected to, which is why I'm connected to the company that I'm with. Um, and I don't mean love like relationship love, like like intimate relationship love. I think so often we get stuck on that, right? We think that that is the only thing and, and the most powerful thing and the only thing that's going to get us through life and we need to find the other half to complete us and this, that, and the other thing, which by the way, I don't believe that. I don't think that somebody else is going to complete you. I think you're both going to complete yourselves. And in that, you will be the most powerful when you find two complete people on their own who then connect and are able to give back to the world. That is my dream. But let's talk about tuning into love. Love is the force that moves the entire universe. That is real right there. Love is grace. Love is helping. Love is caring and sharing. Love is disciplining when destructive behaviors arise, love is tolerance, it's understanding, and it is so much more than an emotion. It is always available to you if you tap into it. And when you prioritize love in your life, you will attract more of it for yourself from the universe. So practice this and watch your life fall in line without any control or input from you, only loving intentions. And so that's what I try to do in my life, although I'm still struggling with trusting the universe and I got to get rid of that word struggling. I am practicing learning to trust the universe. Uh, but yeah, I start my day um, thinking about the people that I love in my life, thinking about the things that I love in my life, thinking about the love that is in the universe. And honestly, if, if more and more of us could focus on that love, the energy that would come about and just vibrate higher with all that is around you could probably help make some major shifts in this world right now, which I think needs more love, if you ask me. Um, number three, release what you cannot hold. Most of us live in a state of reaction. Your sense of control relates to how much of a handle you have on things, right? Or you think that you have on things. You probably already know what a self-deceiving concept this is. Because what is control? Is it really just how well or how fast one is able to react to what we can't control, right? That's basically what it is. Uh, how able you're How fast you're able to react to something that you can't control. Now, enlightenment follows once you release the sense of control according to some ancient wisdoms and traditions right enlightenment follows once you are able to release this sense of control you truly don't know what will happen in the next five minutes of your life as i just said with that story of the car accident we have no freaking idea what is coming up in the next minute nothing what phone call you might get what might happen when you go and walk outside what might happen in the world and on the news, we have no control over that, right? As part of our growth process, try to learn to relax and let go of control. While you may be in control of yourself on some levels, your life is not meant to be micromanaged. Allow yourself to experience with wonderment. Let yourself be bewildered by the unknown. You may find that the unknown is more favorable than your tight hold on life. I I can definitely second that. You already know what you know. 
why not experience something new and potentially beneficial for you, right? Um, this happens a lot, you know, some, I was so stuck in my ways for so long and I wouldn't experience anything else. Well, I like it this way. Well, I'm just very regimented. Well, I'm just this, well, I'm just that. And when I finally like gave something a shot and opened my mind a little bit, a lot came in a lot of new insight on life and what, um, what I'm capable of as a person and where, you know, where things could go for me and for everybody around me. All right. Number four guys. I love this one. It is my favorite, especially since I've moved to St. Pete, Florida. Observe nature. Okay? Look at how bountiful and giving nature really is. Observe the beauty and synchronicity of it all. As much as you may feel like a stranger here, you and your life are no accident. This entire universe has conspired to give you experience. This force is in and around you always because you are a part of the universe too. Try to see yourself as part of the works instead of an outside observer. When we are observing nature, that is a piece of us. We are one with it. I try like three or four days a week to either go to the beach or go to the pier and just look out into the water and watch for dolphins and manatees. And I see the birds flying by and I see the people doing their thing. And honestly, I I never feel as connected as I do in those moments. It, it Even no matter how I'm feeling, it seems to just disappear when I just let myself be in nature and connect with it. Try to see yourself as part of the works instead of as an outsider observing. We are part of this universe. Whether you like it or not, it's the truth. Number five, show gratitude. Now this is The first thing I do every morning and the last thing I do before I lay my head on the pillow is show gratitude. I think about the 10 things in my life that I am most grateful for. And uh, I've been doing it for two or three years now. and, And honestly, it makes a huge freaking difference. When you express gratitude, the world will naturally soften and brighten for you. There is something powerful about being authentically thankful to the universe. When this is turned inward, it can be transcendent. Be thankful for the small graces that pop up in your life. These are signs that you are supported. The more gratitude you show, the more your life will open up to this kind of relationship with the universe and that trust will develop. So looks like I'm on the right road there, right? (laughs) That's a good one. Show show gratitude. Number six, increase self-awareness. Awareness of your thoughts is important to all self-evolving practices. The more you listen to your own mind, the more you will realize the role it plays in your life. Many of the trappings of our, of our life start there. As you learn to trust and cooperate with the universe, you must move beyond those inner limitations. So for me, a lot of the thoughts that I have, they aren't even current they come up there from childhood. Something happened way back at some time that I don't remember, but it stuck with me through my entire life. And it shows up daily as an adult. And when I became more aware of those thoughts and more aware of that they aren't me, but maybe something that happened a long time ago and is outside of me, I've gained more power in my own thoughts and my own life and how I associate to them. Um, one, one thing that I am trying to improve at and get better at is practicing meditation. So meditation is particularly helpful to increase your self-awareness. Uh, as your meditation practice grows, you may not, or you may notice the, um, 
you know, the negative nature of thoughts. By working on yourself to clear these negative thoughts, you will naturally begin to trust more. And this comes from the realization that many areas of your life are organized and enjoyed through a force bigger than you, right? At times, you can witness the confusion and randomness of your mind and be thankful with grace. <laughs> be thankful for the grace and synchronicity that you experience. Let go of the de details and focus on self-evolving and the universe will take care of the rest. I believe and trust that. And I may have to keep reminding myself, but I do believe and trust that. Number seven, listen to your intuition. Our intuition, it's an inner guidance system for ourselves, right? It's for our lives. And uh, it took me time to actually trust my and listen to my intuition because for so long, you know, growing up, I think sometimes other people kind of mm, sway you to not trust your intuition. Maybe they're trying to get themselves out of something and they, you know, whatever. But I am very intuitive. And it took me 38 years to really trust and listen to the intuition. And honestly, sometimes my intuition is going, but my brain isn't there yet. And so I need to listen to that gut feeling because my brain is still, you know, thinking all the things from before and it's not cut up yet. So listen to that intuition, which is the inner guidance system for our lives. Since it comes from a higher, more subtle part of your consciousness, it's often ignored. It's unheard or misinterpreted. This part of your being is found in the silence of meditation and deep sleep. While awake, you may hear it in the quiet spaces of your mind or during brief moments of awareness. Now, the importance of intuition cannot be overstated. This guidance comes from within your soul and it's directly linked to the rest of the universe. That's what, like, I feel it right in my gut, guys, whenever I feel that intuition. And ugh, so I, I look back at like all the times that I ignored it and I, then it just proved me to be right. And I'm like, man, I, I wish I listened then, but now I have the opportunity to listen now. Listen to it. Just as your mind is adept at maneuvering through your tasks, so is the soul at navigating the higher, more significant planes of life. This is the conversation within that leads to living a life of universal trust and love. All right, guys, number eight, acknowledge life's grace. Every person has known suffering of some kind, every single person on this planet. Sometimes you may tend to focus more on the negatives than the grace that life bestows on you. Try to understand that attention to the negative is what drives your inner control freak. It's your seeking to build a relationship of trust with the universe. Try, if you're seeking, try to spend some time focusing on how good the universe is to you. How good do you have it? Who are the people in your life that you're grateful for? Maybe it's um, nature. When you're sitting in nature, you realize how great the universe is. Maybe it's just taking deep breaths or feeling the sun on your face or listening to the waves. And I'm thinking about my own life right now. Um, this practice is more than gratitude. It is a redirecting of perception that no matter what annoyances or even serious issues that you may face, there is always an element of grace involved. Everything from the air that fills your lungs to your family, to your work, to your friends, they're meant as a blessing from the universe. All aspects of your life, all aspects of, the, of what you experience can be fulfilling and blessed if you choose to see them as such. So it's all about the mindset and how you are perceiving these things. Take time to notice how beautiful the sunlight is coming into your living space. For me, it's feeling that warmth on my face as I'm able, because I live so close to the ocean, to ride my bike down and sit there. I love that. 
small and often unnoticed occurrences are the universe showing you kindness and love. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to them. Number nine, and the final one, is seek oneness. Look to the unifying principles of your life for the truth of who you really are. Build awareness of yourself as a being, having an experience. Your outer life with its actors and dramas and props is just as much you as your innermost thoughts. And you you are the all-encompassing experience. Now, we are experiencing this life, right? Our thoughts are, although they're, they're, they're not to you, our experiences are. And so when I think about seeking oneness, I think again about me sitting in nature and how I feel in those moments when I am not letting any of the other noise pop in. When I'm not, when I'm not thinking about, um, you know, when I'm not letting my ego pop through and all of the things like that may have happened from way back when that are now affecting me now, like when I'm just being in the current moment, that is me. When I'm just sitting in nature, just being, that is me. And seeking oneness is going to help us trust that universe more and let go of control, the control that we were so trained to think was right, right? When we talked about it at the beginning, society places value on staying in control and creating a life that is always organized and structured and planned, even though that is never possible. No matter how hard you organize, how structured and planned you are, it never goes that way. And that's life, right? It's a practice that can leave you stressed and depressed. And we need to stop that nonsense. Um, all right, guys. Hopefully today was helpful for you. Those nine tips on letting go and trusting the universe. I know they were helpful for me. And I'm going to continue to practice all of these things that I shared with you guys today. Um, if you if you guys are finding this podcast helpful, please um, you know, give me a review, give me some stars and share it with somebody that you might think um, that uh, would find it helpful as well. If you share it on your story, give me a tag in it. I will reshare for sure. And um, right now I'm just freaking on a journey, on a journey to finding myself and, and trusting myself. And honestly, I think a journey of becoming one with the universe and trusting fully in the universe. And I'm bringing you guys on that with me. And it is a freaking process. It's not something that you can just all of a sudden you put some like Buddha beads on and there you are. No, it's a it's a practice. It's a process and it's something that I am working through and sharing with you all. And if you find that interesting and you want to come along with me, make sure to subscribe, share, do all the things. And I will keep showing back up here for you, especially since I have this new microphone. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys, I will be back. And I hope that you have an amazing day. And uh put these things into practice starting now. Talk to you soon.